bit to the beat. And welcome to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. Be Unstoppable Perrier. And we're back live in the studio tonight. I got a very special guest that has joined me this evening, so we're going to get him on in just a bit. But before I do, don't forget to catch my latest episode of Spit to the Beat Podcast at www.spittothebeat.com. Now, without further ado, I'm going to let him introduce himself as he come on in. He's a musician, artist. He's going to give us the whole enchilada about himself. So welcome to the show. Hi, you know, I'm Gerald Coleman. How y'all doing? Great, great. We are doing great. Glad you to join us on Spit to the Beat podcast. And talk. tell us a little bit about yourself, Gerald. Well, I've been, I'm a musician. I play the drums. I've been playing drums ever since three. That's when my father put me on. So I've been playing 32, 33 years. Um, wow. Been in a long time, raised in the church. Uh, my dad's a well-known pastor, bishop, or whatever. And uh, I've been all my life in churches and played different places. Okay. Awesome. 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 So you've been playing for a long time. What inspired you? To play, uh, what inspired me to play is um, the beat. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, drums. I guess the beat and the pattern. By playing so long, um, I found out. To be honest, people love drummers, and people love uh, more than drums. more than keyboard. Well, drums because off the show. Okay, when you give me a solo. I'm, I'm gonna show. I out learned something new right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna show up and show out. You know, okay. especially when the drummers get solos. That's the shine. Uh huh. Because drummers got to keep the timing and the beat at all time. Right, right. Yeah. Have you ever uh, just uh, orchestrated a whole show by yourself? No, um, I never orchestrated a whole show by myself. But um, I have been over different people that uh, have me to come help out do mm-hmm. different things. On different shows. And you kind of uh, play all over the city. Have you played, uh, what's some of the places you played in the city as well as out of town? Uh, out of town, play, uh, I've been to New York, California, Florida. Um, I've been a lot of places playing, especially in my younger days when I was in my teens and my 20s. So I ain't trying to tell you all my age, but uh, I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been a lot of places and played played a lot of places. From three years old up to now, you're still playing the drums. You play other instruments too, right? Yeah, I'm, start, I'm starting to learn how to play the bass. Um, I always wanted to learn how to play the bass, and I'm just starting. I've been playing. Now this is my second month you know, from friends of mine who teaching me. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So with that being said, what about in in the city where you're playing at, where people can find you playing? Uh, as of right now, I'm just at my home church, uh, at my dad's church at Faith Keepers International Ministry, okay. right there off 3262 Jewel Road. Um, I play for different churches, but as of right now, mm-hmm. I'm just playing there. I used to do a lot of shows, but a lot of changed right now. Okay, you didn't slow it down. Yeah, I'll just bag it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Who inspired you, man? I mean, who who's your inspiration? Who you look to? You say you started at three years old. Who mm-hmm. have you looked up 
to as far from now, from then to now in your life as a drummer? Anybody out there that's in the the like a professional drummers and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, uh, Dennis Chambers was num- my number one. Dennis Chambers played for a lot of people. A lot of people know Dennis Chambers. He played for a lot of groups like Stevie Wonder, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, a lot of people he played for. O- Omar, he was another one. Um, so many drummers. Um, uh, Aaron Spears, he played for Usher. Uh, I go on. I know a lot of them, so okay. I got inspired by a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What do you prefer? I seem like you the instrument you definitely prefer is the drums, but yeah. like you said, you're trying to learn the bass. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So you gonna venture out even more beyond the bass, the keyboard, or what? Yeah, I want to learn how to play the keyboard, but I do want to learn how to um, master that bass. Master that bass. Yeah. It's something about that bass. I always been like, man, I want to be a bass player too. It's always, you know, most people who start out playing drums go to keyboard. Yeah. And I want to go to the bass. So, you know, that's my next instrument I think I'm going to try to master in. Okay. Yeah. During your during your playing days outside of church, have you ever collaborated with some other people? Other? Um, yeah. Some of my good friends, uh, uh, y'all probably know him, Bark Orr. He's a mastermind producer, mastermind and everything he do, genius. Um Larry Flex, um, um, Bart, speaking of Bart, he's played for Tamla Man, Brandy. He's up there. He just won a Stellar Award and things like that. Um, uh, speaking of Larry, he's the uh, bass player of uh, Christina Aguilera. He played for Jackson 5 and most of your popular groups. So them are some of my close friends that really I look up to and, and inspire me to do more. Okay, that's yeah. great. That's great. What about um, since you've been playing the drum so long, and now you're trying to get into the bass and stuff like that? Have you just really uh, touched on that side as far as going out even more? Or are you gonna just stay in the church for right now? No, I played when I was saying when I'm playing young. I played at BB King, Hard Rock Cafe, uh, some of your local popular group, I mean, places in Memphis, I don't play that at all. Some, okay. ma- some of your major positions, I don't play with them. All live recording for uh, different people. And Have play- there been some difficult job situations you played at or anything that went wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I love, I ain't gonna lie, I love the attention, like, because when you get crowds and stuff, they mm. make you play more. Yeah. And, I'm be comical, especially when you have the women in there. <laughs> you kind of, kind of got to show out. So yeah. yeah, never been afraid to play or whatever. I'm played in front of from 200 people to 4,000 people. So oh, wow. crowds don't make me nervous. No more. No. No more. No. Oh, never did. No, they never did. Okay. No. Okay. Most people be up there, they be nervous, man. You're hitting that four thousand. You talking about four thousand people? No. Nah, <laughs> so it's never... easy to you. It's just yeah. it feels natural. <laughs> yeah, it, it it come with it because my first major plan was uh, Bishop G. Palace in church. I mm-hmm. was the first youth drummer when he had his uh, Bountiful Blessings in White Haven to play. So anybody know Bishop G. Palace? His church was really strong, yeah. Temple Deliverance. So I started off at his church in Whitehaven. There was, what, thousand-some people at that time yeah. at 12, 13 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's how I learned a lot of stuff playing with major artists at that time.
So you say your dad was one of your teachers? He taught you? No, my dad, he was a major, he's a major uh, pastor uh, in Memphis. So everywhere he preached, I mean, he stays on the go as well as now. Uh, him being a bishop now, so we go a lot of places he preached. He just bring little, you right along. Like right. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have no choice, but when he got to speak, I got to be there. Sound like my last guest, uh, Mr. Cody Little. <laughs> His dad is a pastor, a preacher, and, uh-huh. and they grew up the same way as for like, long as I got y'all. I got the drums and this and that yeah, covering church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, you the same yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> it, it come with it. Like, you got to follow pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I love it, though. That's yeah. good, man. Yeah. Look, let's ask, uh, as a musician, what can you tell other musicians that's coming up, the younger mu- musicians who trying to get their game together, what trying to find themselves, what instrument they need to play mm-hmm. or Oh, what 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 can you tell them to to motivate them to keep going at it? Well, first you got to find an instrument that make you comfortable. If you're not comfortable with the keyboard, drums, or guitar, is it, it in the field? Well, some people get taught. A natural born musician don't have to get taught because okay. it seems like it's already in our blood. I wasn't taught nothing because what I got stuck on the drums. At three, so I was just banging. Uh-huh. But about coming along over the years playing, it's, it's going to come a habit of you uh, progressing your master and whatever you're trying to do in that instrument. So so you was able to catch a beat as you was growing up. You mm-hmm. know, you know, nobody just came over there and told you to no. hit this and hit that. No, okay. nobody no, nobody taught me anything. Uh, as me going to church, as I say, when I was younger, by playing every Sunday, it just came along. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, playing for different people, playing for the choir, playing for different singers, it's a natural thing to come. It's, it, yeah, I would love to learn how to read music. And I was asked uh, when I was in high school, they wanted me to be the head drummer, but I, I turned it down because they heard me play. You had to read the music, too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to read music. So if a, any musician know how to read music, that's a plus. That's you getting way more money because why? When you playing different music and got to read that music and learn it, it's on and popping. So that really is true history for African-American mm-hmm. uh, musicians. And I have seen it, of course, you probably have seen it in right. stories on TV, right. how, they, how we just hear, hear the beat, right? hear the sound, right. and then we'll, we'll get on with that's it. That's us. Well, yeah, that's us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Right. never, laughs> <laughs> that's us, rhythm. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> Never had that sheet just reading the music. Right. You just catch that beat. Catch that beat. We yeah. on and popping. That's it. That's <laughs> it, man, man. Yep. So with that uh, new musician, male or female, that's coming mm-hmm. up, uh, would you advise them to read music, try to read music? Yes, because if you learn how to read music, like I say, you know, it don't matter what type of music is, country, jazz, uh, rap, gospel, whatever your feel is, if you learn to read me, you could be able to play anything. And with anybody? With anybody. Like, I could learn music from country or whatever, but if it, I could learn it, but if I learn how to read it and know everything about it, mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of musicians out there that just go off the beat, don't they? Yes, yes. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of musicians these days, popular musicians, they, it's like they already have it. Yeah. But some musicians, like some of my friends I was naming earlier, they want to learn how to read it. 
because they want other gigs. So let me ask you this. So when a when the singer turns around and says, give me an E flat or or something like that, y'all just know oh, how yeah. to come in well, with it. Well, keyboard is I know I know my I know my notes. I could tell if a person off. Like a singer, they singing and like you say, E, no, you supposed to be in C. No, yeah. like I know this because I'm over the music department at my church, so I know music. Yeah. So you can't be singing how you supposed to be low. I know, I know <laughs> the sound. <laughs> I know right. the sound. So yeah, you definitely gotta learn your music and learn the sound, what goes in wherever you performing or whatever you're doing. So it'd be good for uh, up and coming musicians, artists, singers, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, to learn your music, right, and make more money, right, that right, way. easy right. to get some jobs. Yeah, you know, yeah, music. yeah. Plenty of doors open. And then also, you can teach people right. that don't know right how to be in music, right. And that, like I'm saying, that's another field you teach. That's an extra thing you could do on the side. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to get get my own son. How to learn how to uh, read music? He he he's he's playing drums as well, but I want him to learn how to read it mm-hmm. instead of oh, pops on taught me this. Pops know how to do this. Now I want you to learn how to read it too. Learn how what, what you're playing as right, well. Right, yeah. right. So I mean, the technology is out there. You can find a lot of stuff on on the internet, Google, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, and stuff like that. Right, read right. Music and stuff right. like this. So right, it's no excuse nowadays. No, it's no excuse. But you, I'd rather be hands-on with a person, you right. know, by me watching TV or trying to learn it off YouTube. Mm. It, you can learn it, but it's nothing like hands-on. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. being in person, like, okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, get that feel. Yeah, get yeah. that feel. Exactly. Yeah, when you get that feel of it. Exactly. You ready to roll like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> the job's going to come calling. Yeah, them jobs come calling. Man, yeah. that is nice, man. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Stacy, aka Be Unstoppable Per You. Look, if you'd like to be a guest on my show, send me an email at myguest at spittothebeat.com or give me a call at 901-341-6777. If you're a musician, artist, singer, songwriter, I would love to hear from you. Give me a call right now, 901-341-6777. All right, let's talk about these musicians, man. That you you are a promoter, you you done promotion. Yeah. And uh so tell us about some of these artists you brought in town. Uh when I was what twenty one to twenty six, uh my uh best friends, uh with their name is Twenty Control, they own a new restaurant money bag, open just open now. And um they own classes, classes so so uh I had partnered up then when I was younger. And start doing parties or whatever. And uh, like I said, I met Rick Ross, Gucci Mane, Lil Wayne, uh, Lil Scrappy before he before he was on Love and Hip Hop. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I met Jim Jones. I met I met a lot of artists when I was in my twenties. Like, like I say, from twenty one to twenty six, I met a lot of artists. So you met them when they was coming up in that thing too. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. When they were coming up. So like, you know how they was before now. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Plies came out with Shawty, like they were the first, you know, we were the first one to bring them and all this. So, mm-hmm. you know, only person I really. And you at, brought them to Memphis, right? Yeah. Okay. At the Plush Club at the time. And uh, at the time we was uh, doing parties at the Plush Club. And um, I think, no, at first, yeah, we were renting out. The Plush Club. What was that? What you know, was it was on exactly? the club, the club right there on the corner. They tore it down. It was the big white building by the FedEx Forum. Gotcha. Okay. They're big, they're big club, but they tore it down like two years ago. 
Did it? Yeah, made at the parking lot. So okay. for the Grizzlies and stuff. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, like I said, I met a lot of people as a young age and lived a lifestyle as a young man. As a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what you were telling me, you were riding them big bins, them yeah, five fifty. Yeah, I had five fifty when I was what twenty two, twenty three years old. So yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I lived a lifestyle as you know as an average man at twenty some years old. Mm-hmm. So. So you know a lot of artists, and uh, yeah. you ever stay in contact with them, or you reach out to them, or anything like that? No, uh, that was so long ago. Like I said, I was young mm-hmm. back then, and um, like I said, uh, my f- partners, my friends, they uh, they got the new restaurant with Moneybag called Coach right down. Uh, I think that's Hatch Cross, and they have um, the other club Life right there on uh, Hickory Hill. Okay. So they still in the club building because they've been doing it yeah. for a long yeah. time. So, oh, that's yeah. good. You ever thought about getting back in it? No, because I'm going to be honest. You know, I made God a promise on something. Okay, let's hear that. I made <laughs> God got me out of something. Hey, go and, on and acknowledge him now. <laughs> yeah, so God, he got me out of a situation I was in back in the day. And mm-hmm. I was looking at doing some serious time, put it like that. And God showed me himself. And, you know, most people say, well, uh, God, you let me out of this. I'm a, I'm, I ain't going to do it no more. Yeah. They do it back the next week. Right, right. But how I was trained and um, brought up, if you're going to do something and tell God, you mean it. And I'm serious when it comes about God and my faith. So, And I knew that was the situation in my life. My son finna be born. I'm like, God, I'm for real. Like, mm-hmm. if you give me out this stuff. I want to go to another part, do another party for a while. You know what I'm saying? So, and here you are today. Yeah. You know, out of this situation God brought you out of. Yeah. And you keeping your promise. Yeah. yeah I'm keeping yeah. my promise and stuff like this. So, you know, I say I, I, I'm glad where I'm at now, you know, right now in my life. Yeah. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. I, hey, God would always bring us out, man. We call yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> save right. our, save us from our ignorance. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, everybody have a past, and everybody yeah. done did crazy stuff. Exactly. But when you learn and learn your um, situations in life, and you move on, mm-hmm. and when God bring you back, you don't go go back. You have seen how fast that music life go back in your early lives. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, was it surprising to you how fast, or you just enjoying the moments? I was enjoying. Let me keep real. The money was good, and I was enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being all the, girls, the, win, the women too. The women, yeah. yeah. So okay. when you give them that type of money back in the day, you know, you just think about man, partying and living life. You know, is it 20 something, man, making thousands of dollars? <laughs> Easily. Easily. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's, yeah. It just come with it. Like, man, I'm finna party. So did you uh, ever think about. Um, well, you were living that, during that time when, like, Tupac and all these mm-hmm. major rappers were mm-hmm. uh, getting killed and stuff like that. Did that affect you in any kind of way? Or think about, like, I need to hold up on my game or what's going on with me. And then God had to come through and save you. Well, and that and and part of, like, in the club, like, I don't seen some crazy stuff. I don't seen, you know, some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And hell opened my eyes, like, man, I need to chill. But, you know, like I said, 21, 26, I'm living a fast life, man. I want yeah. to think about, okay, well, that happened. Yeah. Think about it. I'm going to go party next week. 
Man, what a mo is. Right, right. <laughs> it's going to be a champagne campaign next week. I hear you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's out of my mind. But like I said, I mean, I had a, I, I enjoyed my life when I was young, especially in my 20s. Lord, yeah, God knows. So long playing the drums growing up and stuff like that. What else have you done besides promoting shows and stuff? Oh, you know, uh, of course, you know, I was, uh, my dad had me in martial arts and stuff like that and different boxing uh, events and stuff like that. And uh, I enjoyed that, but I was in that 12 years of my life. But, you know, as I grew up, like I said, when that money started. Music was calling. Music was calling. Then yeah. when the club started. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing about no boxing. I don't want to hear nothing about no drums. No karate. I don't want to hear nothing about that, bro. <laughs> Mr. Washington called me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Ben calling me right now. <laughs> so I don't want to hear nothing about that. But you know, I had a I had a good life, man. That's I good, came. man. You survived, huh? Yes. Yes, yeah, you Lord. You survived that lifestyle. Yes, Lord. That's good. Yes, Lord. Well, brother, I just want to glad I'm glad that you came to be on the show. I know you had a short time, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. But is there anything else? How can people find you if if they need you to play? For them, uh, my Facebook is a uh, G Coleman on Facebook, and my Instagram is um, G Bands. I just use a different name, but they, I still, they, everybody know about G. Um, my information on there, you get in touch with me, inbox, in, inbox me or DM on either one. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm at uh, my church every Sunday, and I stay on the go, like. I'm playing for different places all the time, you know, even if I'm not with my pops or whatever. You know, I still get called for gear, but I turn them down. Why? Because, be honest, because I'm a full-time dad, you know, okay. by having my kids. Very and, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> by me being a full-time dad, you know, your kids want to do this and do that, and I can't. Yeah. So, yeah. You have a daughter that's playing uh, sports now, right? Yeah, she's in cheerleading. Okay, uh, she's in cheerleading. Yeah, okay. she's in cheerleading. My son, he's in basketball. So, they're my heart. So, as you you know, as anybody know me, my kids, they going to be first with me. First and foremost. Yeah, yeah, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Um, also, like I said, I want to give a shout-out to my pops. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Bishop Prophet Gerald Coleman, Faith Keepers Ministry. Uh, of course, my guy Bart, my my guy Larry, uh, Josh, J Rod. I want you know you to get him. Yeah, he he get pretty, him on the show. Okay. Yeah, he really yeah. tough in the industry too. J Rod, R and B artist. He really singing. Uh, so, couple of people, friends and families. Thank y'all. <laughs> All right, great, 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 great. Again, we have brother Gerald Coleman on the show, of Spit to the Beat podcast joining us this Thursday. So we're going to check him out. But again, if you'd like to be a guest on my show, give me a call at 901-341-6777. If you're a musician, singer, songwriter, artist, producer, promoter, composer, any aspect of you in the music industry, give me a call. Or you can also email me at myguest at spittothebeat.com. And that's a wrap. Spit to the beat. It's all about inside the music industry. In this cash. Nobody do it better.